Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and I have a very special guest, someone who I've been trying to talk to for a while now. She was on season 24 of The Bachelor. We're going to recap this week's episode of Paradise. And of course, you know, ask a few questions that I've had burning for, for Miss Kelly Flanagan. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm doing well. You're making me a little bit nervous because I know you ask the hard questions. <laughs> Don't be nervous. We're just two two friends here chatting about, you know, this little show that no one watches. Um, <laughs> but of course, I have to ask, first of all, how are you doing with your health? I know you opened up about your Lyme disease diagnosis. You talked to Ryan Stutter, I believe, who was obviously Trista's husband. He's been open about um, his health stuff. How are you? Yeah, um, I'm doing well right now. You know, I think I've had this for a long time to the point where I know how to maintain it. It's just I can't necessarily live like an average person my age, whether that means going out to fancy dinners and constantly um, going out to parties late nights, like, you know, a drink here and there will just kind of kill me. So um, I never understood why I was so sensitive. Makes sense now why I can't necessarily live like some of my friends. Um, but again, I know how to maintain it pretty well. I haven't started my protocol yet. I start that next week. Um, so right now is just a period of me doing a lot of research about health, um, why my body is the way it is. And, um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like chemistry. If you think about it, you know, you, you got to get your body to a place where it's strong enough to be able to fight off this infection and I'm just learning the ins and outs of everything that affects us on a daily basis and how I can change that to benefit myself. And I'm sure the Instagram reaction, you've probably gotten some really nice messages, but also I would assume maybe some like helpful tips or like people trying to like give you like figure this out together. It's like a nice side of social media, I would hope. Sarah, what's the craziest thing and the thing I'm most grateful for right now is having a platform because the amount of people that I'm trying to help they help me so much more and I'm, I'm not kidding. I have like chills talking about it because the amount of like DMS that I've gotten from people and the amount of people that have been like telling me to check out certain things, um, has been so beneficial for me, but also I'm hoping to use that to inform other people who are in my situation to help them. So, um, again, right now I'm like the most grateful in the world to have this platform so I can, people could teach me, but also I could kind of teach others as well. 
it's very nice when social media has a has a good side because yeah. Bachelor Nation, there's some toxic stuff going on, and the season of Paradise has yeah. shown that more than ever. I think. Yeah, no, it, it. I couldn't agree more. You know what? I think that this show essentially feeds off toxicity, and it's sad. But I think that's just how our world works. Is the yeah. more that I'm figuring it out, you know, it's it's all the bad headlines that hit and. Um, it's the most watched episodes are the ones that are crazy and people are going nuts. You know, it's not necessarily the love stories of people being goo goo gaga over each other. So, um, it's just what I'm learning. And I guess that's the show that I was on. Yeah. I think it's an interesting debate because there is like that love story aspect that's not been missing necessarily because every season, especially the most recent bachelorette seasons have had, you know, a love aspect of it, but there's something to be said for, you know, people just want to know one, like the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And then two, they're not like rooting for downfalls, but when you give like a little bit, it's like the people just pounce and there is this balance of like, we can joke about something without being insane. And I wish everybody could, the majority knew that because it's like getting too dark and it's like, we're not going to be able to joke about the show anymore. If people keep DMing people like, horrible things like we got to find the balance guys we got to no, find no i agree because it, it's hard on our mental health too just like getting that and not and being thrown in this world so fast it, it gets hard sometimes um but at the same time you got to learn how to laugh at yourself to some degree you know i've kind of grown up with a family like that where we just always make jokes and make fun of each other and even when people dm me you know i was on live the other day and they were just making jokes and i was like dying laughing i was like man like a lot of these fans are actually so witty yeah. and like i can handle that like i love that um so i don't know it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is that's definitely a good way to look at it um i want to get into this episode but also your your bff kelsey was on this season briefly yeah. Um, how was it? I know you said, didn't she come back and you guys just like went on vacation and tried to kick it off? I feel like poor Kelsey had a, had a rough little stint in Paris. <laughs> she did. Kelsey, poor Kelsey. I mean, that girl is an absolute gem and I'll say that every single day. Like, I'm not kidding. She's one of the best people that I know. And, um, I was super stoked for her to go to paradise. Her and I were talking all about it. And I like her and I speak every single day. So I was like, man, like, what am I going to do without Kelsey when she's gone? Lo and behold, she wasn't gone too long. So she messaged me right away. And I was like, do you need me to come fly to you? Like, you know, we always try to be supportive of each other in that sense. And she's like, nope, want to get out of Nashville. I'm coming to you. So she came and spent, I think, either two or three weeks with me. And, you know, we couldn't really publicize that. But just living a great life down here, whether it's golf cart rides, tanning, eating healthy, working out, like we just lived a low-key life and kind of our best lives. <laughs> So she's good. She's not crying any more tears over anything that happened on the beach. Yeah, you know what? With Kelsey, I, I even when she was going on, there wasn't anyone that I really thought like, oh, you would be great with that person. Um, Kelsey's a very, very mature person. And I, I just didn't like, I don't even know who I would say that I would like ship her with. Mm -hmm. So... Um, from from the people that I knew that were going on Paradise. So I kind of had some expectations that she might not stay there too long. Maybe I was going to be surprised. I don't know. But um, overall, there wasn't anyone that I was like, 
you know what, you're going to strive, you're going to do great. I kind of thought like, ah, I don't know who I'd ship you with. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Um, well, good for her for going. I, no harm done there. You can't really say the same necessarily for maybe an Ivan to jump into this, to this episode. Ivan, who I feel was a very beloved figure from Tasha's season, maybe regretting the paradise journey because sometimes when you get that quote unquote good edit, it's, it's a risk if you're going to go on another one of these shows because you don't know yeah. versus if you get a quote unquote bad edit, you usually could get a redemption. So it's a risk. Yeah. I think it's a risk. Let's talk about his feud with Aaron first and the Chelsea of it all. My biggest takeaway was that they were both rose hunting and that no one actually cared about Chelsea. And where were they hiding Chelsea during the play? <laughs> I hear you 100%. Um, I definitely think Ivan got caught up in a little bit of lies here and there. But like, Sarah, there's so much that goes in this show and everyone's like mental capacity when you're on it. I feel like like you could just read into what was going in, what going on with Aaron and Ivan. Like they both didn't want to go home. They both wanted a rose and they were going to finagle their way in any sense to try to get that rose. But honestly, you can't necessarily blame them. I think that every single contestant that is on that beach kind of has that same mentality. Yeah. So it, it just gets like funny because once you know that it's like, you're reading into it and you're like, this is kind of bogus. Like, okay, yeah, Ivan didn't want to go home and he started lying about stuff. Well, guess what? Aaron didn't want to go home either. And that's why he's getting upset. But I don't really think it was about Kelsey or Chelsea and poor Chelsea sitting there being like, these guys are fighting over me, but I don't even know if they like me. And she wasn't uh, there. Like, were they, they keep her somewhere in an interview to let this all play out? Because she was definitely the only person not there watching it all happen. Yeah, to be honest, they probably pulled her to do like an interview yeah. so that when she came back it was hey what went on and people told her so that that's my assumption is they probably pulled her for an interview so she wasn't around when it was happening I don't know but yeah. that's most likely the case that was what I was thinking too and I also just think well one with Aaron he just <laughs> he's been on the show all season somehow and he just it's such a hothead like he jumps to these crazy conclusions like Ivan has no morals like he just gets so extreme Thomas is my mortal enemy like relax <laughs> first of all dude like it's just not that serious but like then he does the same thing he gets so mad and he claimed like he had some interest in Chelsea but he gets hung up on the wrong stuff like he was more upset and it was bad obviously Ivan was totally lying about why he wanted to talk to Chelsea and he got caught and that was like amazing when they rolled the tape because I feel like they don't even do that like it was like a breaking of the fourth wall like let's watch it back they should do that more but I, I just can't with Aaron he is just we'll get to Tia later but he just is so hypocritical in my opinion I I think with I think one it it almost looks like he might have a short temper going on mm -hmm. um and I think he also probably wears his heart on his sleeve and I feel like he could just like hit that spark which honestly is the best person for a paradise situation mm -hmm. You don't want someone who's calm, relaxed, and, like, has their shit together. You want someone who's going to fire off with the littlest things to, con to start that controversy. So I think that Aaron is the perfect person for what production wants, for what TV wants. Like, he's starting everything, you know? Yeah. How he feels, I'm not actually sure. No idea. Um, but, but he is the perfect person for reality TV, I would say. And Ivan also... It's interesting because he definitely was quote unquote rose hunting to a degree, but he also, I just, I, I struggle with him a little bit because he 
is was like needed the guys to have his back like I don't know I just feel like it all turned into the the Chelsea of it all was certainly lost on you know who wanted Chelsea and I always feel bad when that happens because it's you go back to it's kind of bogus like the concept and I just think they need to tweak the quote-unquote rules of the game here in paradise because on like a show like Love Island or a different reality show like this if there's like money involved or there's more scheming like implied on this show they try to pretend that it's about love only and it, there needs to be a way to like, I'm like making up rules here. They should have like a rose that they can like call a safety card and get to stay for a week if they don't get a rose to see who comes down instead of using someone else. Or yeah. if we're going to use people, then make that more socially acceptable because I agree we shouldn't use Chelsea here, but like, are they wrong? Like that's how you play the game, right? Yeah, but I think that's, um, I think it's kind of like known and, and it's unfortunate, but that's just how this show unfortunately goes is like, but, but it's so funny because there's so much, hi- hi- I can't even say this word, hypocrisy, hypocrisy, that it's like this person gets so upset or gets so upset for using this person, but that person, like everyone is using each other. Right. And I remember talking to Kel- um, Kelsey when she went on, she was telling me, she's like, Kelly, day one, I got there. Like everyone was just like, panned off making out with each other and she was like I'm not gonna make out with someone that I don't have feelings for yet or like don't really know but it's I think a lot of the contestants know the game that they're playing as well so when you see that of like someone getting so upset it's like you guys are all doing it yeah it's it's really tough and I feel like we pick and choose based on who's like well liked I guess on who gets defended which is makes it like kind of high schooly and even but, also, but also you have to understand that that's where the drama comes from. So it's like, if you took that element out of the show, then like, where's the drama going to spark from? Because it's like the majority of it, 90% of the drama is someone getting upset because they got used. And it's like, yeah. so how else are you going to start controversy, especially if you're a producer, um, if that element is taken away? Yeah. You feel bad for whoever's being used, but I guess sometimes you turn around and you could use someone the next week. So it's, it's just, a, it's the rose hunting of it all as they're calling it. It's kind of, it's just hypocritical because they all are. Yeah. Um, but then this, this um, Ivan controversy obviously goes next step. When we find out during that brief lockdown, they were in hotel rooms, they had roommates. Um, Noah was Ivan's roommate and he somehow got a hold of a producer's phone and he somehow found Alexa, I believe her name is, who was on your season, right? Yeah, yeah. Somehow She's found... from Chicago. Yes. Oh, she is? Yeah. Did you know her? Yeah. Well, no, I didn't know her from Chicago. I knew her after the show. I've, like, hung out with her maybe once or twice, but don't well, know her too well. Justice for her, because her name is getting attention. <laughs> I, hopefully she got some sort of payment, because she, she stirred the pot in a, in a way that she didn't even get to be on the show. Um, yeah. But she, they, they somehow met up at this hotel um and well sat him down like you know the, the principal or the guidance counselor and scolded him and I feel so many different ways about this what was your initial reaction um so I actually know Ivan well and I know Noah well I started one crying laughing when Noah was like I went to bed and I was like no <laughs> what do you know <laughs> But like, hey, I applaud him for not ratting out in any ways, but I was dying laughing. Um, And again, with Ivan, it's like, I can't, again, I I know Ivan well. I I was texting both of them last night, giving them both shit. I was like, guys, what are you doing? 
Um, but with Ivan, it's almost like you can't blame him. And I'll tell you why, because those producers are so strict with their phone. They don't let you just play with their phones. They don't just happen to leave a phone around. Like, um, I personally think whether it was a mistake or not, I personally think that it was almost planted there, especially because he did say that the first thing when he saw the phone was just all the room. So it's like, if it was like a phone and it had like text messages on it or like the home screen or something like, okay, one thing. But when you look at the phone and it's blatantly everyone's room, like you got to think that that was planning a little bit. So, Hey, genius on their idea. It works clearly. For it. <laughs> um, if that was intentional, you know, it worked. If not, then who knows? I saw a meme that was like, oh, was like, it was like producer screen, like a uh, screensaver or like lock screen. And it was just Alexa room 908. Like, like it doesn't make any sense. Other, like how, in what world did he just happen? To, it's, it's ridiculous that they even let us like try to make us buy that as a story. Um, but, it, and then I know that I've heard people say, especially in paradise, but on the show in general, producers don't like when you go behind their back and they are going to expose that in whatever way they feel fit. So that's clearly, in my opinion, what was happening here, that he yeah. quote unquote broke the rules. There is something to be said for, you know, I know they have to sign like consent forms and stuff in Paradise. So they could argue it's like a legal thing that if you went behind their back, I think it's more so that this was a plan and it's, it's easy to get mad at Ivan, I guess, for quote unquote breaking the rules. And this cast specifically has taken the rules very seriously, yeah. whatever they may be. But at the same time, if the point of the show is quote unquote finding love, can we be mad at Ivan for shooting a shot with Alexa? No, I, I agree. I think that, again, I don't necessarily blame him in this scenario just because you know, he knew the girl that he liked was there and he just went for it. It's almost kind of like, think about when you're sneaking out in middle school and you just like get super excited. You're like, oh my God. Um, that's kind of how being on the show, because there's like so many rules, so many restrictions that when you do something little, like you feel like such a badass. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure Ivan's like, let's go for it. And yeah. I don't think too many people are judging him on that one though. You know, I don't think I don't think yeah. there's too much backlash for that. I also think because it's not like it was someone, it, with the way in the promo, I was almost thinking maybe like he hooked up with someone who has, is like in a relationship. Like it was like an affair moment. Like that would have been a little more scandalous. Yeah. Um, and it also just come off so dramatic. Like poor, he's in the, in the in the limo was saying he's gonna regret this for the rest of his life like it's just the, te the drama of the show i'm like dude it wasn't that bad and like alexa was a assumingly someone you were interested in like maybe you had a good time like it's all good like you didn't break anyone up there it wasn't as bad i feel like as the vibe that they were giving it to be um but it was interesting it was good drama for the first hour of the show yeah no i agree i agree he was like, um, I'm going to reflect on this. I was like, Ivan, I promise you'll be all right. <laughs> Ivan, you will be okay. Yeah. And hopefully, honestly, like, the best thing that would happen is, like, him and Alexa dated. Like, that's what I want to happen. Yeah. I'm going to keep my mouth shut on that. But. <laughs> Silence sometimes speaks louder than words. Um, and also with those two, though, I mean, it's just, it brings it to the rest of the episode when you bring in a McKenna and an Anna. I know it's not their fault that they you know, come on late, but it's just like, if I, I feel like if I was McKenna and I got to go to a VIP party and they kept me in a hotel room for a week, I'd be like, I'm out. Like, I don't think I could show up knowing in two days that half these people are going to propose. Yep. Uh, I feel very bad for McKenna. You know what? I'm actually, I'm very close with McKenna and she was so excited to go on paradise. Like 
this was like her dream come true type of thing. She was amped, she was pumped. And then to know that, you know, they essentially hold you in quarantine for so long just to be put out there the last week where everyone has connections. Um, I really felt for her because it's like she had zero options going in there. She handled herself great, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think she did a great job. I I just feel bad because, you know, I think a lot of people, her expectations were were high and she just got so disappointed with her experience that I was like, man, like I feel for you. Yeah, that's really hard. I also think it it goes back to real quick with the Ivan thing. It's like, imagine they, I would imagine producers are telling him because he's not getting, you know, the connections he wants or everyone's leaving. You know, what about Alexa? You keep bringing up Alexa, maybe she'll show up. And it was, I had Connor from a few seasons ago on a couple weeks ago. And he was saying that, you know, the producers knew he wanted to meet Whitney and they were like, she's coming, she's coming. And then they let him leave. And then they brought Whitney the next day. So it's like, they probably did something similar with the Alexa Ivan situation, if I had to guess, since she was quote unquote on his list or whatever. Yeah, I actually don't know. I, I know a lot of the story from Ivan, but I actually don't know the, the end result on that one. All right. Um, McKenna, so obviously Thomas and Aaron also says no to going out with her. Interesting, Aaron deciding in that moment he doesn't want to go out with someone, but later on deciding he maybe does. Yeah. Um, and Ed, who, you know, it was a little... Wait, can we talk about Ed? Ed is yes. like, I've met Ed once recently, and he was very sweet, but just watching him on the, the show here, I was like, you are a sweetheart. Yes. Like, you are so sweet. Like, and I don't know. I just thought it, I thought it was so cute and he wasn't really giving up. He was like, let's just make fun out of it. Like, this is yeah. amazing. I was like, you know what, Ed, like you just changed her whole experience and good for you. Like good karma's coming your way. You're right. And honestly, like where, what do they have to lose? Like, you know, McKenna, you just got here, like. It, it sucks. And I, if I was her, I'd be like, why did I just, you know, spend a week in a hotel? Like I'm annoyed, whatever. But Ed, I mean, he's got, by the way, his app, that, by the way. Best. he was, it's longer than a week, but oh, okay. longer than a week. Oh God. Um, <laughs> I just, at the time frame with this show also always throws me off. Like they, they make the contestants talk about like it each week, but obviously we know it's been like a day and there's been like no row ceremonies this whole season. So I feel like the timeline is even more messed up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was cute. And even with Anna who got there late, no one wants to go, but the James of it all kind of worked for me. I don't know. They, they seemed to, I actually could see them being extremely like cute together. Like that actually went over so well. I feel like it was natural. Like it didn't seem forced in any way. None of it seemed like for publicity or for the show. Like they genuinely, I feel like had a connection there. Yeah. I mean, the churro thing was disgusting, but that's just in the theme of the season. They keep making people roll around in food that are, they're ruining it. I mean, the sour cream was the worst for me, but like overall, it's just freaking gross. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. There's been a lot of like sexuality coming up on in this paradise. Yeah, there has. <laughs> Before we get to the prom, because that was obviously a big one. Serena and Joe, thoughts on those two as a duo? I think they're so cute. Um, I feel like their connection, one, you know what, I'm going to say something. Joe is into Serena more, but I'll tell you something. I think when it is that way, that it works out better because I feel like girls are naturally just giving. Um, it's just like kind of in our blood that we're just, you know, these people that are kind of caretakers. Mm-hmm. So I think when the guy loves a little bit more, those are the relationships that 
are more successful or set up for success. So you could tell that Joe is smitten by Serena. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I was like, you know what, again, like, I think that's a couple that could truly work. And again, I feel like they just, they get each other. Like she's a little sassy to him and um, he takes it. And I I don't know if he likes it or not, but I think he does. But I like how she like throws these little like sassy, witty comments at him and he seems to laugh. So again, I could see them working out. They seem very comfortable with each other, which is good in a show that presents very uncomfortable situations. I think it's the Lady Gang podcast that Kelty and Becca on that show always give the advice of marry someone who loves you more than you love them, which sounds bad, but you're not wrong. It's like, especially in this, I mean, he, if we're talking about moving in the debate and his whole breakup with Kendall was over Chicago, if he likes Serena more than he likes Kendall, maybe he would move or maybe it would not be, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of elements to it. And I've been saying this whole time. I don't know if those two will work simply because his last relationship ended over a distance issue. And they kind of hinted at it this week, but we really don't know what their plan is. But if he's, if he's down, maybe he would move for her versus the Kendall had to move for him. But I wonder what, what um, is like making him stick to Chicago, whether it's like, you know, something that could potential change. Is it, is it just family or is it because, you know, like when you're getting into the LAs and stuff like that, like things are really expensive. Was it a financial position? Like you don't know why he wanted to stay in Chicago and that could change. Like now he has the podcast. Now he's on paradise, um, has probably a more loyal following. He's gotten a great edit. Like he's gone over thing like super, super well. So maybe with Kendall and him, it wasn't the right timing that he would even consider it. But I feel like Joe's got a lot more things going on. I think he has a um, a tomato sauce or something. Amazing. So so who knows if it was like financially, if it was family, like what, what are the reasons why he wanted to stay in Chicago? I don't personally know them. You might know them, but um, who knows if those will change too. That's a good point. Um, I think it's hard not to root for them. People seem to be pretty on board with those two. And if they choose to have a influencer couple life, they would probably be very successful. It's just the decision of if you want to go down that path. Um, yeah. I was just in New York with Serena and she, she's just, she's hilarious. She's, she's, a, she's as cool. Cause she seems so cool. And I actually was expecting her to be, I've never spoken to her expecting her to kind of be like the bachelorette in paradise like the hot commodity but her and Joe coupled up so quickly that it didn't happen but I was kind of expecting her to be like the star to be honest because she's very like calm and relaxed and just like chills this episode is brought to you by apostrophe are you like me someone who has spent a lot of money on a cabinet full of skin treatments but has no idea what to do with half of them apostrophe makes it easy to see a board certified dermatologist online you'll be treated right away and the medications will be delivered to your home it's truly amazing simply complete apostrophe's online questionnaire about your skin troubles and medical history then take a few selfies and your dermatologist will send you a customized treatment plan we have a special deal for our audience save 15 dollars off your visit with a board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash right reasons when you use our code right reasons. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash right reasons and click begin visit. Then use our code right reasons at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's a p o s t r o p h e dot com slash right reasons and use that code right reasons to get your dermatology visit and save $15. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. 
Kenny and Mari, on the other hand, um, I was rooting for them pretty hard earlier in the season. Now I'm just confused that every episode they have the same conversation and they fight and break up and fight and break up and this spiritual healer is going to solve their problems. And I just, I don't, I don't really buy it. I think they're going to implode in the real world. That's I, wonder, I wonder what's going on there. One, I think Mari is probably one of the most beautiful girls I've mm-hmm. seen. She is stunning, um, just naturally. But I, you know what, I've, I kind of noticed a trait here, and I could be totally off on this, but it almost sounds like um, Kenny really, really likes the excitement. And it almost sounds like excitement, or is it toxicity? Because it's like when the Demi situation was coming on, there was a lot of like drama around him. And that's when him and Mari got passionate because it was like pulling this way, pulling that way. And then now that things have like cooled off and it seems like I would expect them to just be secure. Now he's saying things like the passion's not there. And I was like, wait, what? Like, why? Like, this is the first time you guys are like truly, truly stable. Like you should be fine. Imagine eating tacos off of someone and then like two days later being like, we have no passion. It's like, what is happening? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what's going on with this head. Again, we don't see that yeah. much. So, but when I saw that, I was like, what do you mean? Like, this is the first time you guys are stable. This is where you should start falling in love more, but. My hot take on them on the Us Weekly Bachelor YouTube show this morning was they kind of give me Grant and Lace vibes from a few seasons ago. And I think Mari is made not that they're not total direct parallel, but just like they had so ties and lows in paradise. And I was like, maybe it'll work just because like, it's so insane. They got tattoos that say grace, never forget. But also like, this is just, an, I, it's just going to implode. And I could see these two having a similar trajectory. Yeah, you know way more than I do. I don't even know who those people are. I don't know what the tattoo is. I have these no idea. In paradise a few years ago got grace tattoos. It was Grant and Lace and they got grace tattooed on them and they just would break up too all the time. And it was like, is it just weird enough to work in the real world or are they going to implode? And they imploded. And I think Mari and Kenny might have a trajectory oh no fingers yeah. crossed fingers, fingers crossed um we went, we went to prom which was so high school in general it was perfect because you get you get back in your head right I feel like if I was on that beach and I was like a Tia who had to go to quote-unquote prom alone I would feel like 17 again like I felt so bad for Tia so bad. Like it was it was the perfect footage too of like her with these like big big puffy shoulders and like the scrunchy and then it's like her running away being like I deserve love too I was like oh my god gee, I feel horrible for you yeah it was it was a little tough there and they had you know the promposals and the ridiculous it was all obviously like producer props and stuff but the clothes were cute it was an interesting way to kind of get everyone out of their comfort of laying on the beach chairs with each other or whatever. And we quickly see Aaron, you know, decide maybe he had a little bit too much of that spiked punch. Maybe he's been waiting for Tia to be available. I have no idea where this came from, but we see him take Tia away and a very passionate high school style makeout go down at the prom. Yeah, I was, again, like I think with Aaron, I think he like, maybe he just wasn't interested in McKenna. I'm not sure, but I think he almost wanted to turn McKenna away. So he didn't look like Mm. the Ivan in this scenario. And he was being loyal and actually like Chelsea. But then when he did the switch to Tia, it's like, where's your mind? Where's your brain? Like, what are you doing? He had no Um, no plan. I, I'm, I'm confused by that. I don't, I don't know where that came from. Cause you know, Tia has been there and, and then I don't know, the, the hit, I can't say this word, but I keep wanting to say it, hypocrisy. 
You can say it. Confidence, Kelly. You can say it. I don't know why it's like I'm struggling to say it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know what the game plan was there. I don't either. And, I mean, it's again, there's a, an aspect of it that always tells me it's the name of the game. They can do whatever they want. No one's locked in at this point. He barely knows Chelsea, even though he fought so hard for her, um, quote-unquote. But the walking past her together and then dancing, I don't know if it was just the edit, but it, it didn't look the great. The worst part was he pulled Tia when – Tia was dancing with Chelsea and I was like oh no 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 because I think you like kind of saw Chelsea or god if I was Chelsea I'd feel like this but like I think she was like getting excited that he was coming over to talk to her pull her aside and like dance with her and next thing you know he's actually pulling Tia like if I was there I'd be like the hell was that like yeah. I would have been I would have been livid it was not good and it felt so high school like whose prom date like didn't go hook up with someone else and like mm-hmm. break your heart in the moment like it really was like so like the insecurities and it's so real and I feel bad for Chelsea because she's like so pretty and she seems so nice and normal and she's kind of gotten wrapped up in this like love triangle thing but yeah. no one's really like she's not getting a fair shot like she's kind of like being like a like tossed not tossed around but like I don't know. I, I feel like she's... But I almost feel like... I, I do feel bad for Chelsea, but at the same time, I don't think she her expectations were too high because I... She did say she was, like, genuinely falling for Aaron, but, again, I didn't necessarily see enough of their interactions to, like, actually say that. Yeah. You know, it, it's almost like she wasn't blindsided in, from what was shown, at least. Like, it was kind of just like, yeah, they linked up. They were looking for roses and stuff like that. But... um. I think she was just like, eh, whatever. (laughs) Gotta go. It's winding down. Yeah. Yeah, I think Aaron Aaron just, man, he's had so many... You mean part of Paradise is experimenting, get love interests, whatever, but you cannot be the the Paradise police on someone and then get upset if someone calls you out. So I hope next week someone calls him out and he has to just finally leave because I don't get why he's still here, to be honest. He's, these, him and James, like, they seem- I was just going to say, Tia said something about him and James would yeah. be so upset. <laughs> they need, they're very good for each other, but like, I don't know why they're still here. Again, James and Anna kind of cute, but like, it's just a weird one to me that they've snuck by this whole time and there's been, I just feel like no one's going home. Like there, no one's ever leaving. Yeah, no, I know. So. Um, Abigail and Noah were the other big couple kind of relationship thing in this prom and in this episode. They've confused me this whole time because I think in theory they seem great, um, but we don't really see them that much on the show. And I don't know, I've seen people were split here. Some people were more like Noah you know, you can't go from saying I'm falling in love with you to then calling it off. But at the same time, from what we have seen, at least, it doesn't ever really feel like Abigail's really given him that much. So did he just hit a wall and he wanted to, like, get out before it was, like, the final week? Um, I don't know how I feel about these two. How do you feel? I'm sure that it, it almost, like, the way that Noah was talking, it almost sounded like he was in his head. Like, I think from the beginning, Noah was the one putting a little bit more effort into mm-hmm. it than Abigail. And then when he, like, professed his love for her and said, you know, I I don't know if he said I'm falling in love with you or I love you or whatever it was, but I think when she didn't reciprocate that and kind of just gave him a look of, like, okay, um, I think almost anyone would, especially when you know you're mic'd up and you're on TV, I think anyone would almost be embarrassed and start getting in their head to be like, okay, well, like, why am I going to continue this if they're not reciprocating anything? Yeah. So I think that Noah's feelings for her are super strong. And I think Abigail's are super strong for him too, but there's definitely a miscommunication going on there. Yeah. Um, And I think what 
maybe what was his plan was to try to be like, Hey, I, I need more, Mm -hmm. but I think he went about it in a weird way to be like, no, I still love you. But then like, I don't see you as my person. And maybe that was his ego talking Yeah, to try to like defend all of it to be like, no, you're just not my person. So when he leaves, it doesn't look like she shut him down or he looks embarrassing or whatever. Um, I do think feelings are there on both ends. I just think that the communication there is off and I'm not sure why, you know, if there's other people in their head um, saying things or if that's just truly how they work. Yeah. I think they have a great little cute connection when you like see them like making out on the pool or just like hanging out and being friends. But whenever they try to talk about something serious, the whole season, I feel like it's just been very, something's been weird and it hasn't worked and they spend more time talking to other people about how they think it's going than maybe each other. Um, But it kind of honestly, Katie and Greg vibes with the, I love you and the no response, but this was a way to handle it where it was still definitely miscommunication, but it didn't get like aggressive and angry and weird. So good for Ivan and Abigail, I mean, um, Abigail and Noah for at least kind of having a conversation instead of like (laughs) angrily crying and screaming and gaslighting each other. And writing, (laughs) yeah, and running away. I agree with you on that one. Um, okay, it's, it's time to play Bachelor Regrets, which is going to bring up some of your past experiences in Bachelor Nation, Kelly. There might be no comments on some of these. <laughs> I'm you. You can pass. This All is right. me, you know, trying to be Andy Cohen. You can plead the fifth. Um, right. But we'll start off with an easy one. Any fashion or packing regrets from The Bachelor, Kelly? You know what? I wouldn't necessarily say that, but I'll tell you one thing. I freaking struggled with my suitcases. I had two suitcases that broke and it was just, it was horrible. One, um, before I left my hotel room, I don't know what happened, but one of my suitcases was randomly broken. And I was like, this is weird. So I'm, and again, like I travel a lot. I love traveling. I'm addicted to traveling. So I have a really nice suitcase. And I was like, so annoyed. I'm sitting there trying to call Ramoa, which is a very expensive suitcase to see if they could fix it before we're leaving. Um, it was like, right. Like you're in the hotel to go to night one of the show. No. Yeah. So it was broken there, but then it was brought to the mansion, but it was still broken the mansion. Then when we started flying, I was like, guys, like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't have a suitcase. So actually from the first group date, they had a bunch of suitcases. Oh, you remember, like there was a part where you had to go and you had to find, um, it was on, you had to find like your name within one of the suitcases to advance to the next place or something. You had to get dressed (laughs) in like a pilot outfit or something like that. And, um, they had like, probably 20 suitcases, just random suitcases. So I had to start traveling with that. Um, then we flew, I forget where we flew to after Costa Rica, another one of my suitcases broke the airlines broke it. But again, like I couldn't give it back to the airlines to fix. So I would have to go like to the airport and have them wrap it with saran wrap and like do all that stuff. And even when I like left the show, um, I, again, my suitcases were just busting out everywhere. And I was like, man, this is a horrible experience with suitcases. Like, this should have been a sign. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I know. They're like, just go home. Get out of here. Go home. Um, obviously, group dates, we've been talking about how Paradise was, you know, this year, a big on the, on the food and stuff. And I don't think you had to do anything too gross. But do you have any group date participation regrets doing any of the, the silly tasks set up for you? Oh, that's the one that I was like cheating on the obstacle course oh. with that I was maybe told that that was right. <laughs> or maybe told to do that. I don't know. I don't remember. 
Um, Pick it up when you're putting down. Yeah, yeah. But I, I guess that would be my biggest regret. I made a bunch of girls cry, and they were pretty upset about me cheating. So okay. <laughs> sorry, Tammy, and I forgot who else. Cheyenne, <laughs> they weren't happy with me that night, but uh, it's all right. That's your, that's your group date regret, cheating, even though maybe you were given different rules. <laughs> um, do you regret, because it, it kind of after, your, after the season aired, there was sort of the suggestion that maybe you, or even on the show, it was like you weren't being, quote unquote, maybe like aggressive enough or forward enough, kind of following the show's rules. Any, for getting time with Peter, any regrets there on maybe being more aggressive for time with Peter on the show? To be honest, Sarah, you're only limited, like, what you can do. Like, if they want you to get that time, they'll make sure to give you that time. So even if you sit there and you beg and you plea, like, it's still not going to solve your solution. Um, and you could just see how, like, different people are treated. You know, if one person wants to go talk to him, of course. You know, sometimes even some people will get pulled to go talk to him. But when you're sitting there and you ask politely, like, they know what you want to do. Um, and you're not giving that green light. Like, what are you going to do? Like, go beg and plea. Like, they, they know what they're doing and it's on their page. And I wasn't going to be someone, you know... <laughs> Actually, there were several times where uh, maybe we got into it in terms of production. Again, I, and there wasn't much I could do more. You know, I could sit here and say that I wish I fought more. I wish I did this. I wish I did that. I participated on all the group dates. Um, I tried my best in a lot of senses. But overall, like, I just don't think there was too much of a push for me. And after when you and Peter got together, one of your interviews, you, you, there was some comment about you being trapped in the closet. And then it like turned into like a whole thing. Do you regret saying you were trapped in a closet? Were you trapped in a closet? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I wouldn't necessarily quote unquote say trapped, but let's just say I was excluded from everyone else for several hours by myself. And every once in a while, a producer would come and say, and then when I would say that, uh, you know, I, I wasn't too happy, wanted to go back down. She would just say that her microphone wasn't working and she couldn't. And I'm like, listen, I just talked to one of the producers. I know those microphones go for over a mile long. So don't sit here and give me that excuse. But um, yeah, you know, it, it's not necessarily trapped. But at the same time, like when you're excluded for several hours, not being able to see him sitting in a dark room and what, do you, what are you going to do, you know? Do you feel like your relationship with Peter would have been different or ended differently or anything if you were like the winner? Nope. No. At all. Okay. All right. Man, oh, this is a burning question. I feel like no one's asked you this and I might be wrong and maybe I just missed it. But after you guys started or like hanging out, never, by the way, thank you for the entertainment of when the world was shutting down and oh, and Us Weekly had nothing to cover. And then you and Peter responded in Chicago. That was such a gift to me personally. You and Hannah Brown hanging out with Tyler Cameron. You were really saving the entertainment industry. Um, but um, I feel like at that time, it kind of came out that like Madison was suggesting that Peter and her were still texting. And then like Hannah Ann was like throwing shade and stuff. Did, was any of that like a worry to you? Or were you just like trying to move past the show and like give your relationship with Peter a shot? No, because I actually knew what was going on. I was seeing if there were text messages. I saw those last text messages. I saw what was being said. There was nothing to hide there. And uh, that wasn't necessarily 
the truth on the matter. So yeah, I would be a little bit more concerned, but I was right there knowing exactly what was going on. So I was like, why is that being said? Um, when it wasn't true, but Hey, it is what it is. That turned into quite a media. Plus, Sarah, it's like, you don't, you truly, truly like in my eyes is you don't get to know a person until after the show. Like no one's going to go on and being like, Oh, this is truly who I am, all this stuff. So when you're dating someone on one of these shows, um, you're usually different off the show. And I, I learned that, you know, whether it's, whether it's a lot of people, I see a lot of people get edits a certain way and meet them in person. And I'm like, oh man, you're great. Or you actually suck. <laughs> they did a real number on you or like, wow, they, they did magic on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. That's probably um, the funniest thing. Do you regret responding to any of Bennett's public flirting? No. Uh, <laughs> Bennett's Bennett. I wasn't going to stop him no matter what the case was. Um, you know, I would speak to him as a friend, but there wasn't there wasn't anything there and he was going to do whatever he wanted to do and let it, let him, let him do it, I guess. Um, have there been other guys, you don't have to name names if you don't want to, from Bachelor Nation who have, have slid in the DMs? So many. So many. Uh, a lot. And actually, it's funny, I'll give you this. Um, one, I was really shocked on. I mean, we all like talk, but you know who's doing what but yeah there there's a lot of dm going at on honestly sarah i think that there should be an after show with like a bunch of us that went on the show because the drama does not stop after the show I the amount of stuff that still goes on you would you would be shocked but i'll give you this um i just saw michelle's cast come out okay. and one of those guys used to be in my dms before i was even on the show Wow. Um, can you leave that to me? I can't, I'm not giving you the name, but I'll just give you that one. Wow. I hope that he, something comes out. Like, I hope that, oh, wow. Okay. That's intrigue. Intrigue. I can't wait. I was like, I, maybe this world is too small. Like, I don't know how that happens. But um, when I saw that, I was like, huh, all right, that's funny. This is before you were even on the show, though? Before I was even on the show. Wow. Small world. You're right. And I could, I could assume he may have been in one of the other, another contestants DMs as well. So it was oh God. Do you guys like compare notes? Like if you're the top like five from Peter's girls, like I feel like you guys were like pretty friendly, maybe especially yeah. after you and Peter yeah. like weren't seeing each other anymore. Are you like, Oh, this guy just hit me up from Claire's season or like, let's avoid this guy or like, or is it like, is it an open conversation? yes and no it depends on how like close you are with that person but usually you hear from the grapevine if like anything's getting serious with anyone and um you'll be like oh I know that guy or oh that guy was in my dms too or something on me. Mm -hmm. yeah I would do anything to be in those dms um, <laughs> <laughs> I just need like a coffee table book of all the most incriminating text messages and dms between you guys um speaking of social media do you regret any shady tiktoks or post breakup comments made about Peter. Not at all. Yes, Kelly, yes. Not at all. Listen, I could I could have done a lot worse. Let's just say that. And you got to be on like Barbara Corcoran's podcast talking about F boys. I was like, go for <laughs> We talked mostly about business, but yeah, she uh she's hilarious. She uh she goes all in. So 
Amazing. Um, and do you regret not going on Paradise this season, assuming you guys were asked? Peter's season didn't have that big of a showing. I feel like everyone kind of like, you're Hannah Ann, you're Maddie, you're Victoria F. Um, no one, you, you, none of you went. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. Uh, do I regret it? No. Again, again, like one, I, I was, I was, the show brings on a lot of stress. It's a lot of transition. It's a lot of this going through a breakup. Like I was moving, trying to figure out where the heck I'm moving. Like, um, health wise, I knew something was wrong. I was like, this timing isn't off. I, I didn't really see anyone that I would like that I was super interested in that I kind of knew was going. And I was like, yeah, this. And then too, like, I think the producers always said, they're like, we actually liked Kelly. She was just too normal for our show. <laughs> I, I think uh, one of the girls from Paradise just recently told me that, that that's what they said. And they said that to me to my face. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do I do? I, I don't know. Are it's you a still, weird situation. You're still like doing law stuff, right? No. So I, I'm taking a nine month like hiatus for everything to do all this health stuff. So I'm not doing any law stuff. I'm literally not doing anything. And you're in Florida. Um, I'm in Florida. I am not going to New York anymore as of now, maybe like next year. But again, a lot of things are changing for me. I'm going to stay down here. Um, my parents come down here in the winter. I'm at their place, but so I need to get out of their place once they come down here. So I'm looking at a place in Miami for, um, maybe six months, maybe a year, and then eventually get to New York. But right now I'm just, I'm trying to kind of exclude myself from everything, from everyone. Uh, I don't want to be tempted to I'm still going to go out, but I'll be drinking my water. I'll probably bring my own food, which is like annoying. So, um, it's just, I don't want to be doing as much as I was in terms of traveling, in terms of going to a bunch of these events. Like I really need to buckle down and just focus on this. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Here for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to leave us five stars and come back every Tuesday and Friday for more Bachelor breakdowns, interviews, and all things Bachelor Nation. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.